Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today, I've got a return guest and a very popular person this time of year, especially. I've got Luke Naylor, Arkansas Waterfowl Program Coordinator, join the show. Luke, welcome to the show. All right, thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. I wanted to get you on here and just kind of give a uh, a brief overview of, you know, the habitat, the duck numbers. You know, we had a couple cold shots real early and, uh, you know, I think got people excited. But, you know, with the opener only a few days away, um, you know, what are you seeing around Arkansas, especially, you know, we, we can go ahead and start just in kind of the northeast corner of the state. That's, uh, you know, always seems to be really popular and there's a lot of hunters over there. So so what are you seeing in that area of Arkansas? Yeah, you know, I think that area, at least on some public lands, will have a little bit more water, probably the most water um, available to hunt of, of any region in the state. Uh, the Black River, for example, had stayed pretty high. And uh, so November 16th, our staff went around the state and was, was closing water control structures on a lot of our Green Tree Reservoirs and GTRs. And, uh, you know, probably up, up there, uh, that will very quickly result in a, a lot of habitat. And a lot of huntable, uh, huntable acreage up on on Dave Donaldson Black River WMA, for example. Uh, you know, it, overall, it, and this is sort of seems to be kind of true throughout a a, a big part. Of, well, really, the, the state as a whole, I think, and and especially maybe in the Delta, uh, is just the, the the change over the last few weeks. You know, you mentioned a couple early cold fronts, which which definitely happened. Um, you know, Arkansas duck hunters, especially on the Grand Prairie, which we'll get to in a minute, they talk about these Halloween mallards, right, that are, that are coming in kind of early, typically before a lot of major cold fronts. Well, we got those cold fronts even before Halloween and a fair bit of water. And things things looked pretty good there for a few days. Um, a lot, a lot, fair, fair bit of water on the landscape for, the, for that time of year, typically, of course, the driest time of the year. But a decent amount of uh, habitat out there in, in the agricultural field and, uh, and a fair number of ducks, including mallards. And it just observation, uh, anecdotally, I know, but, but it, it seems to have just steadily, steadily dwindled since then. Um, most, uh, most of the, the water left the landscape. Um, a lot of it was, was not captured. Um, some of it because, because rice harvest was a, a bit delayed in a lot of places in the state. And of course, bean harvest was just getting rolling. And so we had some delays there, but then even in some harvested rice fields, lots of water just, just left the landscape. Uh, you know, free water came along, ducks got in those areas and then it just, it's just gone now. Um, so. Uh, anecdotally again, but, but, uh, you know, the number of mallards I've seen in my drives around the, the, the Delta recently, uh, to a pretty, uh, pretty sparse, uh, when it comes to the mallards. Uh, so, you know, geese came in early. Uh, a lot of folks have probably been already enjoying the, the geese hunting opportunities. And, uh, you know, so they're finding some roof sites and finding some feeding, feeding areas, of course, and, and they'll stick around. But, uh, yeah, you know, just, just overall, not like what it was a few weeks ago. Um, so kind of tough to tell what it's going to hold come this weekend. Uh, it definitely, there's been some private landowners 
actively managing habitat now and, and putting water back in rice fields, for example, to get them to get them ready for duck hunters. Yeah, and and you know you kind of mentioned the geese, and you know Arkansas extended that white fronted goose season the early season, and I know a lot of hunters took advantage of that, myself included. Um, you know those the white fronts showed up early and in big numbers this year, which was, you know, I got a lot of texts and emails like, Oh man, there's tons of geese in this area. Do you think that as that habitat has changed over the course of the past two weeks, even those geese have kind of spread out a little bit and in, in doing something a little bit different than they were when they first showed up on the landscape there in Arkansas? Yeah, definitely. I, you know, with all of these, all these birds, right. The migratory birds, which is why they're so, so fascinating, of course, because they'll, they're, they're great at, at finding resources and, and moving quickly and adapting to changing environments. Um, that's, that's how they survive, right? So it's, they've definitely been jumping around. Uh, you know, they, you're familiar with, with, with geese over here in the Delta and, and they just, they just love those little sheet water, um, just rainwater in, in rice fields, for example, early in the season. There's something about those areas that really attracts them. And of course, that water dried up, went away. Uh, the geese then shifted. It's not quite, we haven't had the green up yet in the bean fields. It's, it's starting to come along, but that's typically when, of course, a lot of the white geese get here and, and both, uh, snow and Ross's geese and, and white front fennels kind of start to switch over to the green browse, uh, in, in bean fields, for example. Uh, and, and they'll still, of course, they're using rice here throughout the winter. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's, they definitely started moving around as well. You know, the white fronts have been coming early, as you know, for, for quite a few years now. And they were definitely even earlier this year. And uh, a lot of folks I've talked to have noticed even more white geese early. Typically it'd be you know, about now that you start to really see those, the white geese moving through. Uh, a lot of people here are migrating during our, our modern gun deer season when it, when it opens, which was this you know, the 14th and 15th of November here, right? And and it's, and a lot of that happened earlier. A lot more white geese in the state it seems early this year. So, you know, they, everything's just kind of jumping and shifting around. It, again, it's good that, that some, some private landowners are we're flooding up agricultural fields now to, to provide some more habitat. And, and I've heard of places where, uh, where folks have provided that habitat and they've had great waterfowl response including good duck numbers not just the geese coming in and but it but it as it kind of is this time of year it's pretty spotty you know you, you have a field that's just loaded up and then you may go to another half dozen rice fields that you and me look about the same and a very few birds on it and and it's, so it's pretty inconsistent uh which again is not not abnormal for this time of year. Uh, it just seems like a few years here we've had, we've kind of had these early shots of rain and cold, which get everybody really excited. Like this is going to be the best, best opener ever, right? And then all of a sudden the world dries up. Uh, I think the forecast is from in the seventies, maybe here on opening week. So it's like you can build all this excitement over a period of weeks. And then it's kind of let the air out of the balloon when it really gets down to it. So, <laughs> but that's just for opening weekend, of course, right? We got a long season. Uh, there's a lot, lot, 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. It is opening weekend. And I think that that anticipation, that buildup is really part of, you know, it, it, everyone gets so fired up. And it's usually, I know, at least for, for myself and the areas that I hunt, it's usually a, a, a one or two day shoot. And then those birds get a little um, smart and, and decide to go and find some some safer habitats to uh, to avoid. But just kind of to, you know, move on with the, you know, from the Delta over into, you know, the Grand Prairie. Um, you know, I've driven around and through um the Stuttgart, you know, Humnoak, England, you know, some of these areas and 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 seen, you know, pretty decent numbers in a in a few spots. Like you said, it's very uh very spotty. But but what are you guys seeing in, in th- throughout those areas and even a little further south of there, um, you know, Humphrey, you know, around that, you know, Biomeda area? About the same. Um, you know, just very, you know, very hit and miss and you know, we, we've been paying a lot of attention. We've got this, we've got this W rice program that we're doing mm-hmm. here. We're releasing public access to, to private rice fields. Yeah. So, very cool program, by the way. Yeah. We, we love it. It's a, it's a neat program. Um, so it's given us an opportunity to, to purposely you know, go out to these areas and, and it's, yeah, it's only 3,800 acres out of, out of over a million acres of rice, but, but it is fairly well distributed throughout the Delta. And a couple, in, some in Southwest Arkansas and, 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 and in the Arkansas River Valley. So it's given us a reason to go out and, and look at these areas, right? And, and I've, I've driven around to several of them in the past couple of weeks. And boy, you'll find one that's, that's just got piles of birds in it. And one of them that, that doesn't look like a, a bird has been on it. And, and all of them in good regions, right? Good, good locations, uh, good looking habitat, but, but just, you know, it, it's not to the point where there's widespread habitat and 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 lots of birds spread across lots of different places in the Delta or the state as a whole. So it's it's going to be just like you describe. I would expect good hunts early. There'll be a lot of ducks that, on those places that have a lot of birds now. That obviously they'll get they'll get hunted and and those birds will go find someplace else. And and maybe the field that doesn't have any birds now will have have birds next week and. So it's going to be a lot of that shifting around and and finding refuge, as you described, yep. uh, pretty quickly. Um, but like normal, we'll kind of have this this first ten days of the season. Uh, lots of folks will have some good hunts. Lots of folks may have some uh, not so great hunts. It'd be a little bit of everything in between, and and then hopefully we'll kind of wait more rain and, and weather builds up through December. But but I think you know. Pu- Public land, uh, as well, is is pretty pretty dry at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have moist soil areas that we can flood up, uh, and, and those that we can artificially flood, uh, we're, we're doing that as part of the staged flood up uh, plan. Uh, but 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 GTR wise, which are by and large uh, just require runoff and, and uh, natural runoff. We don't we don't have pumping capacity on on nearly all of those areas. Uh, so those are going to stay pretty, pretty dry again, with the exception of like Black River up in, in Northeast Arkansas, but, but all the way down to Southeast Arkansas as well. Lots of geese, ducks in certain areas where there's good water and, and in other areas, it, it's still dry and, and waiting on that next rain. One thing that really jumped out to me is how much water that you guys did get a few weeks ago. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, oh man, those rivers are all bouncing up. Um, do you think that that, that, 
eventually could play into, you know, kind of maybe just putting the water on the landscape, maybe improve that habitat a little bit. It's gone now, obviously, in some of these, you know, major river corridors there. Um, do you think that that, you know, once late December hits and you get the water again, do you think that could, you know, play into, um, you know, improved habitat for, for some of those areas that don't have the water right now, but, but maybe will, uh, later in the winter? Yeah, I think so. It, it, the, the Cash River, for example, I think a lot of folks were, uh, I, I was driving along a couple access points, uh, along, along that area last week and, uh, the river had jumped up and, and I bet you a lot of people were excited about that. And current gauge readings show it's, it's, it's falling right out. So <laughs> there's not going to be a ton of places along the cache for people to hunt. I'm sure it'll be busy, but there's really not going to be that many places, uh, for ducks or duck hunters when it starts and we don't have any rain in the forecast. I think a lot of, a lot of the agricultural field, the good news is, is the rainfall we did get, uh, you know, day lengths have been shorter. We had some cooler temperatures. I, I think a lot of the, the ground, at least now is, is fully saturated and what rain we do get is, is going to get, at least have the potential to, to pool up in those fields. If, if people will leave, you know, water control structures close. That's, that's the biggest part of it is just, just closing structures and, and, uh, and making sure that habitat can stay when the rain do, rains do fall. I think the table's kind of set, but it's, it's just going to need that, that natural runoff, of course, here or over the coming weeks and, and months. Yeah. And, and kind of, you know, just to kind of set that initial expectation, um, you know, kind of what I'm seeing over there and a lot of other areas, you know, that I spend a bunch of time in is, is really a bunch of gadwall, um, bunch of pintails, bunch of, you know, even, you know, we had some big flocks of blue wings still just a couple of weeks ago, um, and green wings, obviously. Um, and, and so in a state that's so mallard driven, um, you know, that it's really mallard centric and, and a lot of the hunters there, you know, they come to Arkansas to shoot the greenheads, you know, um, wh what are you kind of telling people like, Hey, the, you know, these, this, this is going to kick off and it's going to be some early docks. You know, how do you explain that to, to some hunters there? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, you know, a lot of the, a lot of those mallards are, are coming a little bit later. Um, not as, not as late as I think, uh, some perceptions indicate. I think it's, they build through December and kind of, kind of peak right around the first part of January. And then, then the fall migration, southerly migration is kind of over at that point. Uh, but the, we talked about these early mallards, which are kind of traditional to, to the state. And, you know, I've been out doing some deer hunting on wildlife management areas. I've been out looking around, like I said, checking, checking these WRI's program fields and, you sit there, yeah, you'll, you'll hear some, some mallards quacking. You'll, they're out there, but man, you, it's covered up by a whole lot of spoonies splashing, uh, gadwalls making their crazy noises, right? Teal buzzing. There's a whole lot of more of that going on than there are hen mallards out there in those fields, uh, cutting loose. So, right. It's, it's all about expectations. As you said, it's, it's, uh, you know, those places that are going to have, that they're just mallard strongholds that they're just a lot of those traditional places. And it, and it doesn't have to be exclusively those traditional places, but I, but I think of the fields I've, I've looked at, you know, they're generally uh, a fairly low percentage of mallards at this point. Uh, they're, they're there. There's, there's definitely mallards in the state. Uh, but you know, we're, we're not doing a, a November aerial survey this year, but, but part of the reason being is that historically is just, pretty low duck counts, pretty low mallard counts. You know, we, we might count 
uh, at times close to a million mallards later in the, the winter and, and maybe uh, 200,000 in November. So if you look at that, you know, it's really our long-term averages are about 20 some percent of the ducks in the state when duck season opens are mallards. And that kind of holds just anecdotally with, with what I've been seeing on the rice fields I've looked at or, or more soil units that are flooded early. Uh, it's kind of that ratio. Uh, so there'll be plenty of people who have a chance to shoot mallards, but, but I wouldn't say I'd, uh, I'd count on it. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you know, that's a good non-guarantee there. But, uh, you know, before I let you go, I wanted, you know, one thing that, that we talk about a little bit around the office is, uh, you know, the South Mississippi Delta, as, as in the state of Mississippi, is, is really dry. States a little further north of Arkansas um, are, are a little drier than normal, uh, at least drier than the last couple of years. Um, do you think that that could, could have an impact on some of these birds that may get bounced out of, you know, say South Dakota or Nebraska in the coming weeks? And there's not that much available habitat, you know, for them to, to get into. And, and they, they may, you know, Arkansas may really benefit from some of these drier conditions. I think we could if, if we then have that, that habitat availability in, increase. You know, if we get the water here, I, I think it's unfortunate, and I don't want to, you know, beat the drum too hard. But it, but it, I, I think we, we kind of missed one of those early opportunities here. We, we had ducks here, and I know, I know a lot of folks like to think of of, of migration, especially of mallards, as, as somebody up north of here. It's always north of here, wherever you are. If it's Louisiana, it's Arkansas, if it's Arkansas, it's Missouri, right? But I think. People like to think of somebody's got a big old bucket of mallards that they steadily pour out from the north and, and they just move south and that's it. And it, it, we really don't think that's true. I think there's a whole lot more jumping back and forth, north to south, east to west with these birds. And I think we had an opportunity to, to keep a lot of mallards around with that mid October rain and cold. And, and frankly, a lot of that opportunity was lost. Because a lot of that habitat just disappeared off the landscape. Now, to your point, if if we get relatively more rainfall and, and habitat here in Arkansas, I think you're exactly right. I, I think we do have the potential uh, to to support more of those birds this winter. Uh, we, uh, generally, going way back, you know, old old research stuff from Mickey Heitmeyer and the like is that you know these wet wet winters in the Delta um, just that's where Arkansas, Arkansas shines compared to the rest of the mid-continent mallard range. So, so I think you're spot on that, that we've got that potential still. Um, if we get another, you know, three, four, five inch rain that provides substantial habitat across a broad scale, uh, and, and say that's, say that's in, in comparison to other states that don't get that, um, I, I definitely would get excited if, if those conditions set up. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, you left uh, you left the door open for me because I'm an optimist guy. Optimism is, is key to success for any duck hunter, I'm, I'm convinced. So I'll take that and, and, and hope, you know, we'll just have to sit around. And as usual, you know, we do this every year. We have these similar conversations. We're going to have to wait on the weather um, and the conditions, hopefully some water, hopefully some cold, and uh, it'll all work out in Arkansas. But I appreciate you joining me today, Luke. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for having me, Chris. Appreciate it. 
I'd like to thank my guest, Luke Naylor, Arkansas Waterfowl Program Coordinator, for joining me today. I'd like to thank our producer, Clay Baird, for putting the podcast together. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for listening and supporting wetlands conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks.